Hey, Moving Forward listeners, here's today's Poshmark Power Tip. Make a great first impression by adding a profile photo and a background image for your closet header. Your photos can be of you or an image related to your business. Fill out the Meet the Posher listing with a short bio and some information about you or your shop. Be sure to reply to greeting messages and connect with fellow poshers. For more Poshmark seller tips, check out the Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, which is available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and as an audiobook on Audible and Apple Audiobooks. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 430. I hope everyone is having a great week, getting ready for a nice weekend. And today's movie is going to be a fun one. It is Independence Day from 1996. Time appropriate since uh, we're heading into the weekend and next week is the 4th of July holiday. But before we get to the movie, uh, I just want to welcome any new listeners to the podcast. If you're new, do check out episode 000 which is the updated trailer that uh, gives you a background on the podcast, the types of episodes you'll find on the show, and how to approach moving forward. All right, back to Independence Day. This is a fun one. I really enjoy this movie. I, I, I own it on, I think I both own it on VHS as well as on DVD. It's directed by Roland Emmerich, who was actually fairly prominent in the 90s uh, and I think still continues to direct the to, to, to this day. He's directed a lot of these kind of like big budget action films. It had a budget of $75 million, which at the time was pretty substantial. I know compared to some of the numbers for uh, today in 2023, that that's actually considered modest. But back in the day, that was considered a fairly big budget film. Had a box office of $817.4 million, so it did quite well. And it was a movie that just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, before we get to the plot, I'll just give you a quick rundown of the cast. You had Will Smith. He was uh, one of the big stars in this film. This was bef- this was right like coming right off of the heels of his uh, run on The Fresh Prince, and this was sort of the beginning of his uh, resurgence where his uh, graduation into doing films and becoming a huge movie star. This is one of his big, first big films that he did, and I think this was after the first Men in Black, so this was part of his upward uh, rise as a movie star. You had Bill Pullman, he played the president, very well cast, great actor. Jeff Goldblum, who, of course, was just a staple of the, these types of films in the 90s, having you know been in movies like Jurassic Park. He seemed to pop up on every one of these kind of big-budget summer films. Uh, he plays uh, a cable repair guy who's also a mechanical engineering genius named David Levinson. His father, very well cast, played by Judd Hirsch, a character actor, plays Julius Levinson. You had Vivica A. Fox. Uh, who plays Jasmine. He's She's the girlfriend, fiance of Wolf Smith's character. You had Margaret Collin, who played Constance Spano. She is the ex-wife of uh, David Levinson and works in the White House. Great supporting cast. You had Mary McDonnell. She plays the First Lady. Harry Connick Jr., Mae Whitman, Randy Quaid, James Reborn, and Adam Baldwin are just some of the supporting cast. So it was, it was actually a very, very good cast of solid actors, many of whom were film actors, but you had some television actors as, as well. So it was just kind of a nice, well-rounded 
cast. The plot is very, very simple. It's basically aliens invade the Earth on July 2nd. They decimate a number of cities around the world on July 3rd, and then July 4th is when, you know, uh, we fight back, as the tagline were of the movie. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into Independence Day. We're going to talk a little bit about... uh, some memories. I'm going to share some memories of the film that I have and uh, round it out with the good and the bad. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I've talked about on the Poshmark miniseries how staying organized and knowing your negotiating guidelines are key to running a successful business on Poshmark. That's why I've developed the Poshmark Seller Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses, a journal containing worksheets for inventory management and establishing negotiating guideposts for your listings. Included are sample worksheets that are filled out as examples to help new and experienced Poshmark sellers. It's available now on Amazon, or you can find quick links at bemovingforward.com and in the show notes for this episode. If you want to learn more about starting a business on Poshmark, I've also written a book, The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, which is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook versions. Stay organized with The Poshmark Seller Journal and start moving forward today. All right, we're talking today about Independence Day, 1996 summer blockbuster film, which actually opened up, I believe, the weekend of July 4th. It might have been July 2nd or 3rd. Um, It was pretty close to the uh, 4th of July holiday. Now, I will share with you, I first heard about this movie sometime in the winter of 96. I was in college at the time. And my college roommate at the time and I, we used to go to the movies. It's kind of a regular thing we did, you know, every Friday, either after class or on Saturday. And we would see a number of different films. And I remember that's when this movie first fell on my, my radar was it played as one of the trailers for a movie that we were watching. And I can't remember which one it was, but I, I remember seeing the teaser and just getting just wondering what is this the teaser was really well done it was basically a 30 second teaser in which you see a bunch of people looking up in the sky and then uh just the voiceover just saying that july 2nd is when they first come july 3rd is when they you know when they attack and showing just a bunch of explosions throughout different cities and then july 4th is the day we fight back that was kind of the tagline as i mentioned before and the the teaser ends with this humongous ufo hovering above the white house showing a laser laser beam just falling down and blowing up the white house it's just an incredible special effect and i remember the entire theater was kind of mesmerized and i was just super excited Because this was, I think, the first time in a while that uh, a movie like this was coming out. So in the mid-90s, you kind of had this period in which most big blockbuster summer films were just action films. You had a lot of action films, sort of like the Schwarzenegger and the uh, Stallone-type films. Sci-fi, I think, was a little bit under the radar, and this was a couple of years before the Star Wars prequels. This was a couple of years before The Matrix, before sci-fi kind of had that big resurgence. And it had been over a decade since the Star Wars, the original Star Wars trilogy had ended. So we hadn't seen a movie like this in a while, especially one that really 
was all about a lot of practical effects, a lot of explosions, a lot of different set pieces. So that's why I think I was so excited by this film. It kind of took me back to when I was a kid and I was looking forward to Star Wars or the next Star Wars movie. I kind of had a little bit of that feeling with it. And so throughout the spring, I was trying to find out everything I could. And you got to remember, during the mid-90s, the internet was kind of at its at its infancy. It was just, you know, I, I'm not even sure if Google was was out yet. Anyway, uh, so I would hop on the web, and I think I was using Yahoo or Ask Jeeves to try to find out anything I could about Independence Day. And if I'm not mistaken, Independence Day was one of the first movies to actually have a website. That was kind of a, a new trendy thing in the mid-90s that, Certain movies that were coming out, they would actually buy a domain and then set up a website, which would basically have some promo and marketing material. So this was kind of the early days of that. And I seem to remember that Independence Day had a website and I would find streaming versions of that teaser trailer. Now, this is predating YouTube. So there were different movie sites that had it and it was kind of like pixely and grainy, but it was still kind of fun to look at. And I would try to find articles about uh, Independence Day and I was reading about it and it just seemed like such a fun movie. Obviously, the plot is very straightforward. It's very simple, but I got very excited for this. In fact, I remember leading up to, I think, a couple weeks before finals, I was taking a study break and uh, I, I rented one of the science fiction films from the 1950s whose name escapes me in which they show flying saucers invading Washington, D.C. and blowing up a bunch of monuments because the the Independence Day was kind of compared to that uh, in terms of showing kind of uh, the destruction of monuments and cities and things like that. So I rented that movie just to see and to get kind of amped up for it. Um, The thing about summer of 96 was I already knew that I was not going to be able to see this when it came out immediately because I, I was studying abroad. I was doing a study abroad in summer of 96, which is one of the fondest summers that I had. Uh, during my college years. I got a a chance to do a study abroad at Oxford. Absolutely loved spending that summer in Europe. But at the time, movies were not the way they are now in that big budget movies were big blockbuster films. Today are usually day and date release. In, In other words, a lot of movies that come out in the U.S., will open up in certain overseas markets either the same day or the very next day. There usually isn't as big of a gap as there was back in the day. Back in the 90s, a movie that opened up in the States, even if it was a big budget film, sometimes would take a month or a couple of months to open up in an overseas market. So I was in Europe during that summer. And I remember I got to see the first Mission Impossible before I left for Europe, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, And then while I was at Oxford, I would continue looking for newspapers or articles about Independence Day, reading about it, hearing about it. And I, in fact, I remember there was this um, bookstore that was right up the street from um, Christ Church College, which was where I was doing my Oxford residency, where that's where I was staying and studying during the summer. It was this little bookstore that I would go to, and they had um, 
the novelization of Independence Day, and they had a commemorative movie book in which they had a lot of different photos. I got both, um, and I read the novel. <laughs> the novel was just—it was all right. It was just one of those paperback uh, novelizations of a film that were that you know was a pretty common thing. I don't know if they still do that these days. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Of course, I was just visualizing all the stuff in my head, but I was most excited to get the memorabilia book in which it had a lot of photos and it just looked amazing. I was just like so excited to see this film, but I knew I wouldn't get to see it until I came back uh, from my study abroad, which was around uh, mid to late August. But anyway, long story short, I came back and got to see it with a friend of mine who had seen it already, but wanted to see it again and just absolutely enjoyed it. Absolutely loved it. Had a great time. It was it was a wonderful film to see on the big screen. Later got it on VHS and DVD. So I do own the movie on physical media. But what I want to say about Independence Day is that it it's a really fun summer movie. I mean, and what I think it's notable for is that transition point in which movies were starting to use... Uh, beyond just traditional advertising, beyond commercials, they were starting to use the earliest forms of digital media, whether it was having a website, having their trailers uh, online. And this even predates things like YouTube, which is now kind of a standard. Every movie studio puts their trailer on YouTube. But Independence Day was sort of cutting edge in that they were taking advantage of this, this digital media. And there were articles coming out about it. There was all sorts of different things. And um, it was an interesting, it marks an interesting period because Independence Day in some ways was cutting edge for its time, but it's also kind of a throwback because most of the effects in Independence Day were practical. They used a lot of models. They used a lot of explosions, uh, a lot of wire work. I think there was a little bit of CGI, but very minimal Whereas movies like Jurassic Park were really kind of trailblazing uh, and pioneering CGI special effects. And then, of course, you had movies like Terminator 2. Independence Day kind of went back to the original Star Wars trilogy model of using models and practical effects. And yet at the same time, it was also taking advantage of sort of the cutting edge digital media in its infancy. And I think that's kind of its legacy is that it, it's it's a mid-90s movie that's both kind of a quaint throwback to a different time of filmmaking, but also looking ahead to digital media. And I remember when the movie came out on DVD, which again is a late 90s thing, when DVD was sort of a, a cutting-edge physical media technology, that it, when they released Independence Day, they did a big marketing campaign for it because, I, in effect, I remember, I'll never forget, they said, this is the movie that DVD was made for, and that's how they marketed the release of Independence Day. I think the the movie now is is still run on cable quite a lot, and, uh, and, and they run it almost <laughs> like clockwork this time of year, uh, but I'll talk about where you can watch it at the end of this uh, episode, but before Let's go ahead and wrap it up. I'll talk about the good and the bad. The good, great practical effects. Uh, It's a simple but enjoyable plot that I think is effectively executed. 
and solid performances by the cast, and it's just a fun movie. In terms of the negative, it is cheesy. <laughs> that is one minor criticism I have of the film is that that kind of works for it and works against it is that the marketing, I remember the marketing leading up to the film made it seem like such a heavy, uh, dark, serious film, almost like a war film with a sci-fi backdrop. However, it the movie has a lot of humor in it. And there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek moments in the in the movie, and they're funny. I mean, you watch them, you laugh, but it also makes for a little bit of an uneven movie. So there are times where it's trying to be serious, where the, all these kind of global events are happening, and yet at the same time, there are these one-liners that are being thrown out there. And so sometimes it's a little bit uneven in terms of its tone. And the humor doesn't always mesh well with the fact that it is an action movie. So there are times where it, I don't think it quite knows whether it wants to be an all-in sci-fi escapist action thriller or if it's just kind of a tongue-in-cheek meta humorous film. It's a little bit of both and not quite picking one or the other. And it works sometimes. It doesn't always work uh, throughout the whole film. The And my other minor criticism, there's an aha moment uh, in which the ensemble kind of figures out, you know, how to fight back. And it's a bit too convenient and anticlimactic the way it was executed. I felt that way when I read the novel and um, equally so when I saw the film. But the criticisms of this film are, are pretty minor. Overall thoughts, this is a 4th of July summer holiday must it, it should be on your watch list we're on your rewatch list if you haven't already seen it in terms of my rating i'm going to give this a solid four out of five stars where can you watch independence day i recommend check your listings i i didn't see it on any particular network but my guess is that this weekend and into next week you'll be able to find it airing somewhere in terms of streaming options I looked up, I think the only one that I saw that where it was actually streaming is Hulu. If you have Hulu, uh, you may want to check it out and see if it's there. I'll also have affiliate links to Amazon if you want to purchase Independence Day, either on digital or physical media at the write-up, which will be at bemovingforward.com. I hope you have a great weekend. Have a great, safe 4th of July holiday next week. And I'll be back next Friday. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review. It helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.